Hello, everyone, and welcome to Janky to the Max podcast, where we uh, talk about mm, inspiring creations and the even more inspiring creators who make them. Uh, today on the show, we have Jack, who created an entire eight, or at least is working on an eight-bit computer, completely from scratch, uh, no no components, uh, nothing. Uh, hi there. Hello. Uh, yeah, it's nowhere near complete. It's uh, it's uh, regrettably quite unfinished, and you've got that janky um, uh, vote for your favour this year, and <laughs> it's like it's not even near finished. And I'm drawing with one guy who's got like tons of flying birds. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's still pretty impressive. Like, uh, I'm where myself wh- here? So, where are you at? So you you've gotten the um, I saw a video a while ago. So you, you made the RAM? Uh, no, I made the, uh, the last thing I made was a register. So it's just, it's just one byte of memory. So explain to the listeners who don't know, like, what, what, what does it do? How does it work? Uh, as a whole, I'm trying to build, like, a little computer, um, or CPU, generally. And it's built using just discrete components. So just transistors, resistors, uh, things like that. And yeah, I'm building it each part in uh, a module, so I can test each part and sort of build it up slowly over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, and if there's a video or whatever, I'll, I'll try to include it. But you should see the pictures. He has, does an amazing job. Like everything is so neat and orderly. Like if I were to be building this thing, you know, wires would be everywhere. It'd be chaos. But somehow you managed to. To keep yeah. everything. <laughs> there are wires everywhere. I keep posting pictures saying, look at this mess, and people are like, that's not a mess, that's amazing. And it's like, <laughs> no, this is a state. I hated myself making this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, does, it really doesn't look that way. Like, you, you, should, you, I, should, be, you should be happy yeah. about it. I'm lowering my standards as I go. <laughs> and, uh, it's, yeah, I'm starting to get a bit better at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So, how did this project start? Like, what was the what was the aha moment where you're like, I'm going to build a, a, a tiny computer? Uh, well, I, it was when I wasn't even into electronics. I'd never done it before, and um, I was watching. Just it just popped up on my YouTube. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen uh, Ben Eater. He builds a uh, breadboard CPU using the same architecture as I'm using, and oh. Yeah, no, he's a really good teacher, and it, he made it so simple to understand, and I was like, oh, that's actually quite simple, I could do that. And, uh, yeah, so I, I decided to get into electronics. I, built, I got a little kit, done some basic stuff, and then I just dove into the deep end and tried to do it with, uh, you know, started my computer project with just discrete components. <laughs> I mean, man, that's, that's the way to go. I mean, I bet you're learning so much about computers and CPU architecture. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's not always nice, but yeah. <laughs> so so explain what what are the like when it's all done? Where where are going to be the components on this thing? Um, when it's done, I plan to have like it's going to like have a front panel, and you can program it. So it will have a like a program memory. You can put data into it, and it can run programs. That's the end goal. Uh, so mm-hmm. far, it's, it's nowhere near that at the moment. It's sort of, my 
my milestone that I'm trying to reach at the moment is just to have like a jump stuff calculator. But mm -hmm. after that, yeah, it won't run programs, but that's that's for the future. Right. Okay. And like you're, so you were saying that to help test, uh, to help test, like uh, make sure everything is working properly, that you have the different modules. What, what what can you explain? Kind of like what 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 do you? How do you have things segregated so that's easier for you to debug? Um, so, the first thing I built, actually, it was, when, it was before I started the computer project, I built a, um, a seven-segment uh, display, uh, I built a decoder, so you can sort of take a binary number, split it into like 16 signals, and then I have a little module that takes those 16 signals and translates them into uh, signals that show on a seven-segment display, and then I thought, yeah, I'm going to start my computer project now, and for some reason I'm going to start on the display, even though I've got nothing to show on it. Um, but yeah, I did that, and then I did the ALU, or I started the ALU. It's um, it's an 8-bit adder, so you can put two numbers into it and uh, get a result. And I've tested that now, and it works with the display. So yeah, those are two different things, but they work together. And that's sort of how I'm trying to build this thing up. So I can have individual components or individual modules, um, test them on their own, and then hope they just work when I tie them to something else. Wow. That's that's pretty cool. Wow. So um, maybe going to some of the details of the like like the nitty gritty of um, like CPUs and the adders, right? Because you're gonna have to have uh, Memory, you're going to have to have the, um, you know, processing, the transistors, all that stuff. So maybe, maybe going into a little bit of detail on, on sort of that, that's concerned for the, those of us who don't know. Well, uh, an overview of how a CPU works. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite tricky. Uh, it is itself sort of broke off, broke up into different sections. And the ALU is just one of those. But you'll also need, uh, program memory, which is where the program is stored. Uh, you need uh, RAM, which is where you can just store values. Or, In the case of my computer that I'm building, RAM and program memory are going to be the same thing. So the program will run okay. directly from RAM. So it won't be, you won't be able to do much on it. Um, but also, you need an instruction uh, register. So you can, and basically what takes the bytes you have in memory and actually translates them into working the different components of the CPU. And you have a program clock which ticks through them and uh, uh, there's, there's multiple registers because you have to save a value, move a value into a register to, you know, get it to go into the adder and then the adder outputs a value into another register. And it's, it's, it's a really complicated thing to explain, but the, the architecture I'm using is called um, SAP1 or SAP1, which basically means simple as possible. So you can, you can look up SAP1 and you'll see lots of diagrams of how these things are laid out. And it sort of makes it a little simpler, but having me explain it, it's quite tricky because I'm, I'm, I'm making this stuff up as I go along. <laughs> you know, each individual bit, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just, I, it, it needs to do, it needs to do X and Y, so I'll make it do that and then worry about fitting it in later. 
So uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we'll put we'll put a, a link in the in the show notes so people can they're in, they're interested. Yeah, um, that's that, that you see that that's the way to learn. You know, just just jump jump straight into the deep end and you know try try to swim your way back to shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think generally people try and understand what they're about to do before they do it, but you know, you never are. So right. it's best to just jump into it and just do it, and see what happens. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No, I, I I love it. Where have been some of the like the, the big problems that you've you've had to tackle during this project? Uh, um, well, <laughs> a lot. Um, I've had. I understand the logic of how the computer is meant to work. That's like, mm-hmm. quite a high-level understanding of it. But when you get down into what each transistor is doing, and you know how electrons work in different materials, that's where my understanding sort of falls falls down a bit. And mm-hmm. I I can experiment and get something that almost works. But if I understood that from the beginning, I would probably have done a lot of things differently. Um, but I, I I make it up as I go and I try and make it work with what I've got. But yeah, I, wow. a lot of the problems are like the really small technical things. Right. It's how do you get this abstract concept and how do I how do I get that into something that you know that actually works? That actually yeah yeah. There there's a oftentimes I think in, in the tech world you, you get this this huge like chasm it feels like. Um, I remember, you know, when I was picking up, you know, neural nets and machine learning is that, well, still am, but it, it's that, you know, you have this abstract idea of how neurons and how this stuff works, but then getting it into the nitty gritty of actually, you know, programming it and telling it how to do it, 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 it can be, it can be a huge challenge. Especially if you don't have any, like, previous, experience with electronics. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, I start I bought a I bought a kit. The first thing I did was buy an electronics kit when I wanted to get into this. And it only had so much to work with, but obviously at the time I didn't know what I needed. But yeah, um <laughs> I bought a kit and then slowly worked out like different projects I wanted to do. And I I, I tend to have more of an interest in discrete projects. So like mm-hmm. instead of like integrated circuits and stuff like that. I mean, I have done things with integrated circuits, but I don't know why I'm just drawn to doing things with like the bare minimum. Basically the hard way, I guess. Or at least the most time-consuming way. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, reinventing the wheel gets a really bad rap. And I mean, as far as a business strategy, it, it's questionable at best. But for a... Uh, but like, it's so great and to learn and to... To create, just reinventing the wheel, you know, like you're you're not trying to build the best or fastest computer or anything, you know, you're just trying to learn it. And I mean, it, it's it's such a great way to to pick something up, especially you know, computers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's not like like when I finished this computer, I sort of I've toyed with the idea of trying to make it better, but at the same time, I'm like maybe I should just start again with. You know the knowledge I've gained on this one. Use that oh, yeah. to make a better one next time. You know, I won't. I won't destroy it or anything. I'll just sort of leave it in the corner, and you know that right. could be my reference for like version two. You you can't destroy something you spent that much time in. How, how no, much time have you 
How much time have you spent, roughly speaking? Um, well, I, I can't even remember when I started it. I, sent, I started it maybe November, like, properly. Um, and I gave myself a year to make it. Yes, it was it was in November because it was around my birthday. I decided, I, was, I think it was like the 19th. My birthday's the 20th. And I was like, I'm going to start this. And in a year, I hope I have it done. And I was going to sort of like, <laughs> on my birthday, have it just like the last piece of my birthday. and just be like, yeah. It's done. We're both a year older. A year older. That's a really cool idea. Starting a project on your birthday and then, like, tap, making sure, like, having that in your like brains that your next year comes around and you're looking like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this project. That's that's pretty great. Yeah, it helps me remember when it was as well. <laughs> I don't. I'm not very good at timekeeping, so if I have a, like, a fixed reference, that helps. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's. That, that, that is really impressive. Um, do you have, so you, you were saying at, when you finished this project that uh, you're just going to move on to building a better computer from scratch, or are you thinking of taking that knowledge and um, you know, going to uh, some other field, or just uh, some other electronics project? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I know what I want. I want. I just. I still want to make a computer, and I know what I want it to do. I want to be able to make a like a small game on it, because that's that's my background. I'm a games programmer, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I would like to be able to make the hardware to run my own game, even if it's a very simple game. That would be so cool! <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's gonna take some effort, but uh, yeah, that's the plan. I'm gonna try and see if it's possible to do it with my current build. I don't know if it is, but. Something very simple, it, it might be. I'll have to have some sort of display that, you know, and some sort of input. But right. I'm not sure how I'm going to manage that yet, because, yeah, I just don't know. That's, I mean, yeah, I cannot even imagine all the, all, all the soldering, all the, all, all the work that, that goes into it. I mean, you know what? The soldering isn't the problem for me. I, I actually quite like it. I find it therapeutic. I'm quite happy to just sit there for hours and then just soldering <laughs> these tiny little bits. Even like things like the 8-bit adder. It's, it contains eight boards, right? They're all identical. But I'm quite mm -hmm. happy to sit there remaking the same thing again and again. And you get faster at it if it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah I, 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 I still find that fun. I don't, I don't know why I just do. And I actually find it slightly more stressful when I have to create a new circuit and you have to, you know, you have like, I need to fit it in this size board and you try everything you can to make it work at that size and that's, that, that gets stressful. Right. But when you know you, you can repeat it afterwards, you can just copy that one. It, it, I don't know, it's a little easier. But the kind of boards I'm working on at the moment, they're like, I make this one and that, that's it. I don't need to make another one of these. I, yeah, I don't enjoy those ones so much. I don't know why. It's just because I know once of, it takes a long time to build them, like when it's a new one. Mm -hmm. I just copy it again. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like the copying. <laughs> I don't know why. It's weird. Yeah, no, that, I mean, yeah, it definitely. I mean, I can definitely see it being therapeutic. Uh, but what gets me is the fumes. Uh, though I, I'm yeah. sure, you, I'm sure you have proper, uh, like a, a mask or some way to disperse. <laughs> no, no, that that no, that would be too easy. No, I do have, like, I have an old PC fan I use as an extractor. It doesn't work amazingly, but it does suck the 
the smoke out your eyes, which is kind of helpful. Do you have a like a filter on it, like a, a carbon? I I bought I bought filters for it, but I haven't actually put them on yet. On yet. <laughs> I want I wanted to actually do a video of building it, and then I just never got around to that. So I'm just stuck there with this basic PC fan, just keeping the fumes out my eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, that was yeah. No, I I I'm in a similar situation where I just. You know, once you get started and you just get wrapped into it, I mean, I don't know about you. Maybe it depends on the solder, but if I if I smell too, if I inhale too much of that stuff, uh, I I get lightheaded and dizzy. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not it's not good for you. I mean, you're. I don't think you're. Uh, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe it's it's the lead that you're smelling. I think it's probably like the other stuff in there. But still, it's it's bad stuff for you. Yeah, lead, lead, lead is odorless, but I mean, yeah, over time you can it can cause you respiratory problems and things like that. Soldering. Listeners, get a mask, get a solder sucker, do something. <laughs> don't be, <laughs> don't be like sucker. us. How's a solder sucker gonna help? <laughs> I. I mean, you should have one. Yes, a solder sucker. It's like that solder before you even put it on the board. Just, just, just skip the whole middle step. <laughs> uh, no, a fume extractor. Uh, yeah, get get something. Yeah, you, you definitely you know, need it. Just because it's uncomfortable, just the heat going into your eyes. That was the worst thing for me. Because I, mm. I lean, I lean in quite close, and yeah, sometimes there'll just be a little bit of I don't know. It's like flux. We just burst into flame. Hit you, hit, yeah. you know, hit you in the eyes. Yes. So solder, soldering safety, wear wear eye protection, wear a mask. Oh, so and, something uh, I something I do a lot is make sure you look at your soldering iron when you pick it up. Yes. Don't just, don't just have wildly into the you know over to your left. So they just pick up the hot metal tip, which I've done several times. Very smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been burned. It's like that the picture that was circulating a while ago, where um, it was the one random girl, and she was like, "There's a stock phone, and she was soldering something in quotes." And you you look, get a close up, and she's just holding the tip, you know. And it's just like, "Oh gosh, that's, yeah. that's not how you do it." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, no. So, do you have a what, what's your, uh, since I bet you do a lot of soldering, what's your setup look like? Um, I I have the cheapest soldering iron I could find, and it's just set up in a, it's just set up to my right, it's like the the, the base, like the metal base, that's meant mm-hmm. to hold the soldering iron, like still, it just keeps moving around. I need a heavier one. I just keep <laughs> knocking it, and I'm so worried I'm going to knock it over, and it's just going to fling in my face or something at some point. It's It's not safe. If asking me for solder safety tips is, is you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's just the cheapest setup I could make. That's it. Is it, you, is it a station or is it just like a wall plug-in? It's just a wall plug-in. It doesn't even have a, a switch to turn it off on the wire. You have to unplug it. <laughs> I've, I've actually oh, left no. it on before. I left it on for like six hours. Oh, oh no. no! No one noticed. My girlfriend was in the room, and she she was in there alone, and she didn't see it. You know, but oh. it. You know what? It didn't damage the tip. The tip was fine. 
Oh wow, that's impressive. After six, after six hours of being left on with no use, it was absolutely fine. Just took about five minutes to retin it, but yeah, I was surprised by that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I have, to, I got the, I got, the, I'm a little bit different. I, I'm a little bit more classy than that. I got the <laughs> cheapest soldering station I could find. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah I not to control it. And I everything. Do have a, I have a temperature dial. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has a switch, but yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was the, the dirt cheapest thing I could find. Um, and then, oh, so for my, my, I don't know if you, if you have any helping hands or like little alligator clips. I, I actually recently got some and I got these like little, they're like metal ones. They've got like little crocodile clips on them mm-hmm. and I haven't had much use for it. It's really, it's not heavy enough. The base isn't heavy enough. And what um, I usually do is I usually do one component at a time, but I put it in the board turn it over, solder it, turn it back over. And that doesn't really work unless your whole right. helping hand turns around as well. It just wastes time. So I, I tend to, I do use it, but not that much. That makes sense because your, yeah. your, your soldering is just boards. Um, when, I, yeah. when I was working on my quadcopter, it was, um, it was a lot of like soldering things together, combined wires, yeah, well, switches, you know, that sort of stuff. And yeah, so, go on, sorry, you go. Um, for me, it was, uh, it was really like a huge game changer when I got the helping hands because then, you know, I wouldn't have to like <laughs> hold things with my teeth and kind of like <laughs> yeah, burn my fingers. Is, yeah, no. When you, hold a component while you, when you hold a metal component while you sold to the other side of it, I wonder why it's burning. But you have to hold it because it needs to go there. Right, yeah, no, there'll be times where it's like pure, like, pain endurance, or like, yeah. it's almost there, it's almost there. <laughs> when you hold, hold soldering wire in your, in your mouth, where you're trying to lean closer to it, and just, <laughs> it's like Lady of the Tramp, but with metal and heat. It's, uh, oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What happened with me is that, since, of course, me being me, I got the cheapest, uh, <laughs> got the cheapest helping hands I could find. And like the, the pin between them, they came off. So what I did was I got an alligator clip, a, an actual alligator clip. I removed it from like the, the, uh, the rest of the wire. All right. I soldered that thing onto the helping hands. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, it broke because it had the exact same issue. The pin came out, whatever. So this time, I got a paper clip, and I jammed it right where the pin was, and it works. Like, to this day, this super janky, <laughs> like, cheapest helping hands you can get, it's still working. Hey, as, as you say, if it works, it works. Yes. Don't argue do, with I, it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of us do, is we just get the cheapest thing we can get and instead of like throwing it away when it breaks like a normal sensible person <laughs> we just fix it and patch it and you know <laughs> cover it in duct tape and <laughs> fix it or turn it into something else right right <laughs> oh yeah no, definitely <laughs> so uh if if you were to do this uh you kind of covered this but like if you were to for those listeners who are interested in maybe, you know, working on this project, doing something similar, like what were some like the big lessons that you learned if you could say if you could do it again? Like what would you do differently? 
Oh, um, I would probably set myself a much smaller goal to start with. Like, building, like, what I've done so far is basically just a, a calculator that can add two numbers together. And I would say that would be a better first goal, um, first goal. Just do that and get it finished. Rather than just sort of jumping ahead and trying to make a whole computer. Because you can take your, you can take the knowledge you gain from that smaller calculator and apply that to a large computer. So I'd say take smaller steps. Um, you know, unless you, unless you're really confident or, you know, are prepared to fail, then start, start, start smaller. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm quite happy to, for this to not work. I've sort of, <laughs> I sort of trust that I'm, I trust myself enough to know that I'll keep trying until it's literally impossible. But if it was impossible, if I made some major mistake, I'm quite happy to say, okay, that was my major mistake. I will, I know that now and I'll leave it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a that, failure, that... but it's, yeah, life is failures, isn't it? You know? Yeah. I, 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 I there's some, I think it was Chinese or Japanese problem. Or maybe it was just a meme. I don't know at this point. But it was, it was the difference between, uh, some, the person who succeeds and, and the person, you know, what was it? What was it? Uh, the, the, a successful person is just someone who's failed the most. Yeah. Something along those yeah. lines. Where, you know, or like a Silicon Valley, you know, fail faster. You know, it's instead of, you know, being so fail risk and risk averse, you know, it's just, Accept failure, learn from that, use it as a jumping point to, yeah. to try something it's like else. I'm doing, I'm doing the YouTube videos on this project like as a log, but it's not like, oh, follow this and you will at the end see a complete computer. You may or may mm-hmm. not, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just a log. You'll see something. Something will happen. It could, it could be a working computer. It could be a bonfire. It could be anything, <laughs> but you know, it, it will end eventually. Right, uh, right. I, I don't know what that outcome is, and that's that's why that's kind of what I like about it. You know, mm-hmm. the idea of failure is also like um, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It's also a success in itself. You know, mm-hmm. you reach the end of a goal, even if it didn't work. Absolutely. It's hard to explain, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, and uh, it, it's hard for for, for me to, to understand the mindset of just oh well. I'm not good at this, so therefore I'll never be good at this. So I'm not gonna waste my time. You know, like it's hard for me to understand that because, like, again, so so much of what we do and what we work with, especially in this modern world, you know, you have to fail. You're going to fail. You yeah. know, the first six, seven, <laughs> twenty times, even. You know, like things are gonna go wrong, and you know that that's that's just part of the process. No. Yeah, it's, it's and, part, and part of the idea of working on this project, because I knew I didn't understand most of it, like 90% of it, I didn't know what I was going to do from the beginning, but it sort of forces you to learn those things. But if mm-hmm. you know, you know, you, I generally want to learn electronics. That's, that's sort of my driving force is that I'm working on this and I will learn those things along the way. Mm-hmm. It's the same with programming. Any people who learn program, because I'm, I'm a programmer and people who, do programming, it's like, um, I always say to them, if you want to learn programming, have something to make, you know, yes. make something. You can't just learn programming, it just, it doesn't just go into your head. You need to have a goal, you need to have the challenges 
given to you yes. so you can solve the problem, you know. I, yes, I, I am a huge advocate of project-driven learning because... Yeah. Like, Obviously. You know, I mean, like, how, yeah. You've been janky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's how you, you remember stuff. I mean, you yeah. remember through doing, through through creating, and you've got to have that goal, that, that vision, that to, to the goal objective to get to, and the stuff you need to learn along the way. I mean, I've... Um, I've taken, you know, a few coding courses and such, and afterwards, all that information just goes out the other ear at the end of it. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember any of it. But, you know, if you have a project and, you know, you're, you're debugging and you're, you're banging your head against the wall, and, you know, you finally get there, you're going to remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, if, if uh, where can... Listeners, go to follow more about your project, more, um, more, more. Well, obviously, I do it on I do pictures and stuff on the Genki Discord server. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it's literally just my YouTube. I do the All video right. logs on. Cool. Put put out. Make sure to put a link in the in the, in the notes so you guys can, can follow yeah, along. Some, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> you know, being the first time uh, episode and all, I, no clue where this thing's gonna get posted. You know? I, I, I'm one of those people that on YouTube where I will not check the description no matter what. Like, I, they could be the most entertaining, interesting thing that they say is gonna be in the in the description, and I'm just not gonna read it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, for those of you who who, who, are, who are good listeners. Yeah, pay attention to the notes. Uh, I'll put a link there. Follow him. Um, yeah, glad, glad you could be here. Glad you could. Uh, no worries. And, and share some of your insights and, and your project. <laughs> Definitely look forward to to seeing how it progresses and, and evolves over yeah, time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll get to a certain point now where it's gonna actually start looking like something. It's like, it's gonna be a whole working unit soon. It's just, it's just a lot of little things have to come together for it all to work, and a lot of those little things aren't there yet. But it's, mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to. Like I was, I had my parents over today, and I took them upstairs to show them the uh, the, uh, the computer project, and I was explaining to them every single bit, and it was just going right over their heads, and it was like, <laughs> it, it's like it hasn't got enough flashing lights for them to understand it. You know, there's nothing there to see, and yeah, it's really hard to explain it to people, and. I try yeah. and show it to people, and they just don't understand it. And it's because it's it's, I don't think it's at that point yet where you can actually look at it and go, "Oh yeah, I can see that working." <laughs> right, right. It's just like an, it's just a bundle of wires and circuit exactly. boards. That's, and... that's all it is to most people I show it to. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> uh, <a bit>. uh. <laughs> well, then of course you, you come show it to us, and we're just like, "Oh my gosh, that's so yeah. neat! How did you do that?" The smallest little thing that I call a mesh, you're like, oh no, that's so cool. Like, that's why I love it here. That's why it's such a good, good place. Everyone's interested, you know? It's, yeah, you know, that, that's the exact that's the reason why I wanted to start it, is because, you know, like, day to day, you know, you're making something, you spend hours and hours and hours, and you, you know, you finally make something, and if it's not, you know, some, you know, super flashy, amazing thing, people are just like, oh, okay, that's. Yeah, that's nice, nerd. <laughs> it's like it's like working in programming as well. 
when I worked professionally as a programmer, you'd, you know, you'd have to have a meeting with your producer or something. You try explaining to them why something is and isn't possible. It just goes right over their heads. They don't care about like the details. They just want to see the result, you know. But, you know, talking to other programmers, they, they get it, you know. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's that sort of dynamic, you know. Yeah. Trying to I mean, explain it to people who don't do it, it just looks like nothing. It just sounds like nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I feel, I feel like I get, the, the two reactions I get is either like that reaction or they just think I'm some super genius, you know, like, uh, when I, um, I don't I, think I anyone a, ever thought I was a genius. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, well, like when I made, uh, the Ras- Raspberry Pi Linux phone, you know, it looked like, it kind of looked like a bomb and everyone, well, okay, they, they mercilessly teased me about, which I deserved. It looked like a bomb, to be fair. But, you know, then the other reaction is just like, that's so smart. You're so smart. I'm like, no, I'm not. This is like, took me, Total of five minutes to assemble with duct tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's great. Well, anyways, glad you could be here. Um, yeah, ha- ha- celebrate our, our, our first episode. Um, yeah. for those of the and, listeners out there, subscribe, the like. Yeah. It's one year Also old. celebrating one year. One year old. Everything's um, kicking off now, isn't it? I know, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Janky to the max. 